As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The end of the NWSL season will see teams up and down the table fighting for playoff positioning. Steph Young is here to preview a wild and potentially very confusing weekend. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Thursday, September 29th. The American soccer club season is is nearing its end already. Can you believe it? I can't. That process starts in earnest this weekend as the NWSL plays its final regular season games before the league breaks for a bit for an international window. And then they'll return with the playoffs starting on October 16th. This year, the league is extremely tight. There are four teams fighting for the final two playoff spots. There are four teams that can earn a bye to the semifinals. There are a bunch of teams in the running to host a quarterfinal. It's a lot to take in, a lot of scenarios to work out, which is why I have my colleague Steph Young here with me. Steph, I came to you much earlier today with a request. I was like, hey, let's lay out some uh, some playoff scenarios. Nice and simple, right? Well, <laughs> a few hours later, how are you feeling? I feel like, so all the math that's being done, it's just addition and subtraction, right? (laughs) But somehow I feel like I just took like one of the worst math classes I ever had in college. It was a class that was so aggravating to me. I know it's on my transcript, so I knew I took it, but I blacked it out. I have no memory of (laughs) any of like the homework or the tests or the teachers. So you have no idea who needs to win or lose to do anything. I mean, as soon as we're it. off this call, I'm just going to like etch a sketch my brain and go into the weekend totally <laughs> surprised. Like, oh, I didn't know. Well, hopefully this podcast will have uh, not quite that effect on people. Hopefully people will have some sort of uh, ability to know what's going on. But if you don't, hey, just well, there will be a piece up on The Athletic written by Steph uh, that will sort of run through the scenarios because there are quite a few of them. And before we even get started on the individual games, one thing I notice straight away looking at this final weekend of games is that they're not all taking place at the same time. They're staggered throughout the weekend. We have one game on Friday, four games on Saturday, and one on Sunday. And this is unlike basically every other competition I can think of anywhere. Women's Super League, MLS, Premier League, World Cup group stages, etc. 
the final match is always, or the final match day, I should say, is always simultaneous kickoffs at the same time on the same day. They tend to be awesome days. There's decision day and MLS, all sorts of things happen. Why does the NWSL insist on not doing that? Well, we, I wrote about it last year. Um, and there's a lot of reasons. I mean, it's, but it all comes down to essentially it's a small league. They don't have control over all their venues. In fact, I would say most of the teams don't have direct control of their venues. They also have a broadcast deal where they don't have a ton of power, I would say. Um, mm. And so, but I actually think that even in this the span of one year, it feels like some of that has really changed drastically. There is a recent article in the Wall Street Journal about uh, Angel City and the valuation that they've done there and how Angel City and the Wave and upcoming expansion teams might be dragging the league's kind of overall valuation upwards to the point where we're coming up to where they're going to have to renegotiate a broadcast deal. And so, you know, they might be getting to a point where some of these concerns are, are changing. Well, it'll be really interesting. And I hope honestly, that it happens because a decision day type uh, event for a table as tight as we were looking lo- looking at in 2022 would be very, very exciting indeed. However, that is not what we are dealing with. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go through these games one by one. Uh, all of them have stakes. There are no dead rubber games, at least not that we know <laughs> right now. And we'll get into that later as we move on through the weekend. Uh, and just so everybody knows, you can get all the scenarios you could ever ask for including some really, really ridiculous ones at The Athletic. Uh, there will be a, a, a article that I mentioned before that Steph has done that will be up there. I'll try to link it in the show's description as well. But let's not waste any more time. Starting on Friday, 10 p.m., San Diego Wave hosting the North Carolina Courage. That will be on Paramount+. Plus. What are we looking for in this game, Steph? Well, like you said, there's so much going on. It's not just a playoff spot. It's you could get an automatic buy into the semifinals, so that's one less game. You could be a host, depending on where you're seated. And there's also NWSL Shield. Uh, San Diego Wave technically have a shot at the Shield if they can win by at least 14 goals, because goal <laughs> differential is the first tiebreaker. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Right, exactly. Look, it's a non-zero chance. I don't, like mathematically, as close to zero as you can get. Sure. But there's shield on the line. They could even still earn number two seed, so that's by to semis. And at the very least, they are playing to maybe host a first round, so that means they need to be three or four in the end. Yeah, this is... I'm also struck looking at some of these matchups. Some of the games that we'll talk about in a little bit are a team that has a lot riding on it on on that particular game, on that particular result, and then a team that very much does not. This is one of the two games where that's not the case. The San Diego Wave are in fourth. The Courage are in are in sixth. They're having just a tremendous run, as far as I can tell. They've won seven of their last ten. Uh, do you think they they'll be able to keep it going against the Wave? Yes, I think. If any team is capable of doing it, maybe it's the Courage. I think the Wave are an extraordinary first season story for any club to even have a shot at the Shield, <laughs> 14 goals or no. Like, yeah. that's incredible. And it, it's, at various points of the season, they have looked like strong Shield contenders in their first season. It's crazy. But I could definitely see the Courage. Like, if you just look at the Wave's last game against the Orlando Pride, they went down by two against Orlando who, to be fair, are a team that have been kind of like 
steadily fighting their feet this season. So it's not like it was a total shock, but they are a team that is capable of defensively breaking down. And we all know the Courage love that. It's like they smell a little bit of blood in the water and then Dabinia scores three goals on you. Right. Uh, well, let's move. Uh, well, actually, sorry. Before we move on, what's the neutral chaos wanting outcome to root for here? If you just want to see things get crazier and crazier as the weekend oh, yeah, I think we probably want to see... Well, I don't know if there's an outcome that really generates too much more chaos because there's implications here for North Carolina that affect the Dash and the Red Stars. But between a tie or a win, it's... hmm, Maybe we want to see a tie from the Courage because that makes it a little more unsteady at the bottom. But it actually might not because just the way the points are arranged... Like, one way or another, we're going to get something decisive. And it's so, yeah, I'm not sure this is actually the most chaotic game of the weekend. If the Courage lose, that leaves the Red Stars and Angel City both potentially able to grab that last playoff spot. If they tie, then Angel City will be uh, eliminated on points, I believe. Uh, Let's go on to Saturday at 6 p.m. New York, New Jersey, Gotham FC versus Portland Thorns. This is a mismatch. Uh, on paper, uh, Portland Thorns uh, are on top of the league by a point. They have a, uh, what, plus 25 goal differential. Uh, Gotham FC very much at the bottom of the league with 12 points and a negative 30 goal differential. Woof. Uh, how good is Portland? How bad is New- is is Gotham FC? Uh, what should we expect out of this game? I mean, Portland's good enough to take Gotham to the cleaners in this game. If they, whether they will, it's actually, when I think about it, it's probably not that much of a question either. Because, like, yeah, it's a chaos league, but it's not that chaotic. Sure. Um, if Gotham wanted to be like, you know what, for the last game of the season, we're just going to leave it all out there on the field, sure. But even then, I just, because they're a team that their struggles are, like, structural, deeply structural in their tactics and their personnel. So even with maximum effort, I just don't know about them generating too much chaos from this game with like an upset or anything like that. The implications there will probably could affect like shield, but there, and they might even actually push Portland out of um, automatic buy, depending on results from the rain and the current, if Gotham can win, but it's such a huge if that. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. So, it's, so it stands to reason that Gotham FC would be the chaos pick for that particular game. Moving on to 7 p.m., Washington Spirit versus Houston Dash. Kind of a similar deal here. Uh, Dash are what? What? What are they playing for here? They're they're in fifth position. Uh, mm-hmm. Washington Spirit has been eliminated from playoff contention. 
Right. The Dash can get into um, hosting position with a three or a four seed. If they win, they're on 33. They need to be, they can be at 36, which would put them probably around that three, four range, depending on results from the current and the wave. Um, I think even they, they have to win though, because they're at 33 and the waiver at 35. So with a win, they can host a home game. Um, if not, then it's travel, baby. 7.30 PM racing Louisville FC versus Kansas city current Kansas city current. They're on, they're on the verge of going from worse in the league to close to first in the league. What's their season been like? What what are they playing for in this particular game against a racing Louisville team that is also already eliminated from the playoffs? Casey kind of feels like a team that started off needing a lot of help to kind of just stay on their feet, but they kept at it and they kept taking more and more steps and now they're walking on their own and they're almost like running forward. Like it's just been a really nice steady progression, which is what you want to see when a team talks about like, yeah, we'll improve over the season. So racing Louisville has also built a little bit of momentum recently over the past, you know, month or so, I would say. So this is a game where I'd be like, I feel like it could be pretty even or Louisville could collapse. (laughs) (laughs) And the last game of Saturday is at 10 PM. OL rain versus uh, versus Orlando pride. What is OL rain playing for in this game? They're basically waiting for Portland to slip up so that they can take advantage. Is that right? Right. They've got Shield on the line. They've got Bay on the line um, into semifinals. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot going on here. They're really hoping to leapfrog the Thorns, probably. But again, we talked about how there's a possibility they could get pushed out of Bay contention. They're number two. So if they get leapfrogged by one, even one team and they get pushed down, they're going to have to go through the crucible of quarterfinals. And I don't think any of them want that. Last but certainly not least, on Sunday, this is the game that really, really stands out to me, Steph, just because we have two teams that are not yet out of the playoff picture, and they're playing against each other on the last game of the season. 6 p.m. Chicago Red Stars versus Angel City. I mean, it sucks that we're not going to get simultaneous kickoffs because I think this would be the one game to focus on because both teams have a lot to play for. What do you think about this particular matchup? What should we, what should we be watching for? Assuming that by the time the dust settles from Friday and Saturday, this game does actually end up meeting something. <laughs> I think these are definitely both teams that have struggled around being in the mid table. I feel like there are both teams whose ceilings are, you know, higher than their performances would indicate. Um, It's a matter of getting the best out of them. Uh, But with Angel City, I feel like it feels like there's more potential here. But we're not looking ahead to 2023. We're looking at now. And so this is the game that I really feel like could go almost anywhere. It would be great for Angel City to be in the playoffs, like for the whole league. And the Red Stars didn't make it. That's kind of like a question point for the organization because I think they've made playoffs like like in successive years for at least three or four years now, maybe more. And then this would be like the first time in a while they hadn't at least made playoffs. Right. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot to play for. Angel city would be squeaking in They're at 29 and <laughs> you know, if they can get to 32 points and some other teams can, um, I think what we said was the dash had to lose. Uh, and there's maybe like a, 
they have to win. No, the courage have to lose. The courage yeah, have courage to lose. Yeah, courage have to lose. Um, which is, uh, you know, a, a, a big ask. They'll, yeah. they'll squeak in there at number six. Well, it's a shame that it's not simultaneous. I hate to keep harping on that point, but I really think that's true. Uh, Nonetheless, I think it's going to be a really, really exciting weekend. And I know, Steph, you and Meg will have a lot to say about it in your weekly NWSL Chaos column, which is up every Monday on The Athletic. This week's edition is going to be a doozy, I'm sure. But until then, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me on. I'm brewing the cold brew extra strong this weekend. Before we go, your TV guide for today, all times are Eastern as usual, and it's pretty quiet today as most men's leagues are still getting players back from the recent international break, which has also been a little bit of a break for this show. Two games in the UEFA Women's Champions League to keep in mind, though. One is at 8.30 a.m., that is Roma versus Sparta Prague, and at 1 p.m., Bayern Munich takes on Real Sociedad. Again, those are in the UEFA Women's Champions League. Both are for free on YouTube via DAZN. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic and listening in the app. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.